Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Token Rambles podcast, your monthly podcast all about the news about the Token Rambu franchise from the game, anime, live action, merchandise, and anything you can pretty much think about. I am your host, Marissa, and of course I am here with the wonderful Jesse. Hello! And Sarah! Hello! We don't have too much community feedback for this month. I just have one small little thing that I want to announce. We have figured out how to stream through Discord and are planning on starting streaming parties for all of you through our Discord server, which you can join by following the link on our Twitter page at Token Rambles. We will be figuring out a schedule of what we're going to release, and we'll let you know there and on our social media when we're streaming. So keep an eye out for that. With that little thing out of the way, we're going to move into recent updates for the game. We have a lot, so bear with me. (laughs) DMM and their no chill has continued. Indeed, we're back to the negative chill. Like, what the heck, guys? (laughs) Um, But we've essentially gotten two new events this month with a wholly refurbished version of War Expansion and the new special investigation event. So that's that's why there's kind of a lot. But uh, of course, at the beginning of the month and at the end of March, we had a Village of Treasures. It was only Ghost Swords. No background music, but you could have gotten two copies that ended on April 7th. Whoa, it's gone. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) It's a go event. Always a good event. It's only because it has the go swords. That's the only reason. (laughs) I enjoy the event style. It's a great one for me for experience. For some of my kids to kick them out the door. I know it's obnoxious. <laughs> I will admit that it has its quirk and obnoxious tendencies with the freaking four card, three card curses. That's but not I still the enjoy problem. It. It's the monotony of the event. We've well established why I don't like it, so I don't have to say <laughs> anything anymore. <laughs> <laughs> We mentioned last month that the 10th batch of casual outfits was announced, and they were, of course, released. And once again, those would have been Ichigo Hitofuri, Kokotai, Kotegirigo, and Buzengo. After Village of Treasures ended, we had a lot of campaign thing drop on our lap. The biggest one was the Honmaru support campaign, and by completing five daily missions a day, you would net one seat. You would be able to exchange at the exchange shop. Once again, Hakusan Yoshimitsu, Nankai Taro Chosan, Kizen Tadahiro, Chetanakiri, Kuanago, Suishishin Masuhide, Minamoto Kiyamaro, Matsuigo, Sanchomo, and Onimaru. Kunitsuna will not be available for exchange. That has passed, and we'll talk about the seal exchange corner in a little. little. Uh, also, at the same time, we had a boss drop rate up campaign 
along with a guaranteed gold troop campaign. Those ran from the 7th of April to the 14th during our little support campaign. Those have all ended. That gold troop campaign was very nice, but I have too many troops now from other things. We also had a U, some UI changes, which is really nice. There is some updates to the frontline map selection, expedition map selection. So now they're much bigger. If you've noticed, they're not as squished together. Your sword equipment selection is also bigger. You can actually kind of tell what troop you're equipping now because there's a little icon of it, which is really nice. And an option to sort from ascending to descending order in your mailbox. Thank you. These are all wonderful. <laughs> they really are. They're super helpful. It threw me off the first time I went to the expeditions and everything was kind of bigger in certain spots. And I was like, oh, the shift over is confusing. But all right. I really like the sword equipment selection the best because you can actually see what you have equipped, which horse you have equipped, if you have um, an Omomori a little bit better instead of those tiny little boxes. Yeah. My only complaint is it seems a little slower sometimes for it to, like, load your changes. But that could also just be my signal. <laughs> but overall, it's really nice. I think I've noticed a small delay, but it's not, like, slow. It's just, like, you tap it, and you wait, like, a second or two, and then it shows up. And you're like, okay. Before, it would just immediately throw it in there. All right. And as we mentioned before, we have the return of the War Training Expansion. It had a complete and utter overhaul. You no longer could hit dead ends. You were always guaranteed to hit the boss node. You just might take the long route to get there, but you will always hit the boss node. Kenshin Kagemitsu, Azuki Nagemitsu... Shizuka Gata, Naginata, and Hyuga Masamune, you could obtain one of each of these on their specific maps by clearing the boss node 80 times. It took forever. <laughs> Good lord, it took forever. But I did it. I got one of each, and I got a duplicate Shizuka, and then I stopped. Yay! Master Sword is... Master Sword. <laughs> it wasn't that hard. I got through two sets of 80, so I, I, I don't know how you did all four, but I'm very impressed. I'm a crazy person. Did I even complete one? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think I did. <laughs> there are birdies in the background. Ah! <laughs> I was like, is that Jesse or Sarah? Because Jesse's also outside. It wasn't me. Oh, was there is a screaming rooster, but that's the the the, the Tweety tweet's <laughs> not me. That's a me. He's a me. Sarah. It's okay. We all know <laughs> to record outside. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I didn't I didn't actually complete any of the eighty or get any of the special drops. So that's fun. But I, I did have... <laughs> what? You got a Fudo. <laughs> I did get a Fudo, didn't I? A special thing. 
I brought home lots of things, special things that I did not need, like Ishikirimaru and Shokudaikiri. I think I got home, brought home a couple Iwatoshis, though, so that was nice. I didn't even see a single Iwatoshi. I need one more. Kogi! Kogi came home, and that was exciting. I never I see Kogi drops anymore. I think I got one Kogi. I almost maxed out Jidotachi. I think either through drops and or smithing, I maxed Rambut out Fudo around this time. Sada's still going on. I need like three or four more. Tontos are almost done. The easy Tonto. (laughs) (laughs) Kenshin and Hugo just sitting there going, okay, you gotta wait. Poor Kenshin. Poor Hugo. I need Atsushi and Hirano to please stop coming home. Please. Please. And thank you. That's a big old mood right there. Yeah, every time I get a 30 minute, I'm like, wait for it. Wait for it. Little brown bob. Yep, there he is. There's, I don't know. That, that Kenshin. <sighs> but I really like what they did with War Training Expansion. The bamboo is gone. You always hit the boss node. You just go through the event. I will say the virtual Kebishi on E4 was mean. I didn't yeah. like that. Did anyone else notice that the troops were basically useless? Well, yeah, because the only things that actually could hit you if you had a strong enough team were the rarity five Yaris pretty much have priority hit on you. And they're Yaris, so they ignore troops, and they just poke you for five damage immediately. So, yeah, troops were useless. Even if it wasn't the Yari, though, like, whenever my boys would get hit, the troops were, like, largely unharmed. <laughs> but my boys took damage like crazy, and I was oh. very frustrated. Like, because we had all of that excellent troops stored up, right? Because the freaking golden troop campaign. I was like, great, because we're going to need it for war training. I don't think I lost more than, like, three troops that entire event. And then you got a decent amount of troops through the missions. And yeah. through hitting the resource nodes the first time, which, like War Trading Expansion before, uh, when you hit the resource node for the first time, you don't get, you get like a special. And then after that, you would get the resource. So there was like tons of troops. There was Omamoris thrown in there. I was like, okay. That 2K Koban. Yeah. That was I nice Koban. A lot of troops yeah. left over from the event just sitting there. Because I haven't lost any troops because of war training. I haven't lost any troops because of this current event. Because it's not that hard difficulty, like, hit-hit-wise. It's different for another reason, as we all know. <clears throat> for two reasons, actually. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I've been trying to run maps to level up the new swords. And they still aren't getting their troops hit. They're getting hit. And I'm like, Ugh. And they're just going to, at this point, like, we're almost at the point they're going to expire because of that silly 30 days only part. Yeah, I think I'm about to, a couple of mine are going to probably start expiring at this point. And I think there are a lot of big troops, too. Yep, because most of them are gold. Yeah, they're all gold troops. I'm like, are you kidding me? I don't have any silver or bronze to dismantle and get rid of. 
I can maybe go in and get rid of my little foot soldier ones, but I don't want to waste them because there are times where all of a sudden you run out of troop and you're just trying to smith using like the basic smithing recipe to try make troops and you're struggling mm-hmm. and this one it's just like I can't kill my troops fast enough and I have 12 or 15 of them just sitting in my mailbox this is why sorting from ascending to descending order is actually helpful because if you just do grab the things it'll grab the stuff off the top and not the stuff from the bottom which is yep. what you want especially yeah. when your troops or your swords have been sitting there for a while because you're trying to like there's a new sword i'm gonna save swords up you have like 20 swords sitting in your inventory you say 20 my inbox has not dropped under 200 <laughs> same same mine's sitting at 200 and i've taken out like three pages at least and i'm like okay i, I clear my box out as soon as i notice there's any new swords in my mailbox i just clear it i was I'm- saving them because Kiwame's um, needed fodder. Yep. I understand. My only fodder I need to throw at is the new swords. And they've already eaten all the Tontos that they can eat. I gotta get them to Toku, but we'll get to that soon. Yeah. <laughs> One was a little uh, harder. The other was a little easier. I just shoved Compay to my face and said, Alright, you're level 15. This will be easy. Alright! We've been rambling on about things. Uh, there wasn't much about War Training Expansion. I'm very happy it's back. Another event that you can just sit there and tap tap for ever. With wonderful um, AXP if you're training for Kiwi. That is safe goodness. enough for kids. Just yes. It was really tasty. Yes. <laughs> it was. I think it was better than Underground Treasure Chest. I'll agree because like, you can sit on just even map 2 and get a level 80 sword up to full 99 in just yeah. a felt, uh, maybe like 10, 15, 20 runs. I had a bunch of ki- Kiwame go up at least a level or two during the event, because it's all I've been using. I think they've been doing that because a lot of people like ourselves have a lot of Kiwame now that we're struggling to even level up, or it helps the newer Saniwa coming into the game be able to level their swords up quicker so they can get to those Kiwame. So... Thank you, DMM and Nitro, for understanding you need to increase your EXP at times when you start to make the game harder. Yes. Other games don't understand that. <laughs> also, during this event, which I think was one of the biggest reasons why I think I breezed through it so easily, was there was a part of the Honmaru support campaign set part two that ran from the start of the event to the 21st. So not the very end of the event, there were a couple of days where we didn't have this. It was only about a week. All repair resource costs were reduced to zero. There was still a timer. We didn't have to pay anything for resource costs, which was really nice. <laughs> Played about our swords getting hit a lot, but at least it didn't <laughs> cost us any. Yup. Especially if you're running like your baby Kiwi Nagis now. So you're just like, eh, the repair. Like, luckily, when they're Kiwi, they take less to repair them. But they're still big boys, so they take a lot of stuff normally. And you're yeah. just sitting there crying every time you see them change color. Like, please, no. Yeah, that's why I ran a couple of 
my bigger swords, like I ran a bunch of Mayari because I knew repair costs for that and other events would be just a pain. And I was an idiot and I decided, because I wanted Kenshin and Nazuki so badly, I ran those two maps first, which were the easy baby maps. And I didn't have to repair my swords as often. And it wasn't until I got to E3 and E4 that the event had, the little campaign had already ended. So I was wasting resources trying to repair my swords. <laughs> Whoops. Oh well, it, it helped for half of it. That's all that matters. I have nowhere near the resource stock that either of you guys have. Um, I was very thankful for this because I have a lot of the big boys that needed leveling like Tombo and Jiro and the Nagis who needed to get those last few levels for Kiwame. So I needed them onto units to run E3 and E4 and I was like, okay, we're gonna go. I am now down to one help token. <laughs> but oh my gosh. there was a lot of experience <laughs> to be had and I'm very <laughs> pleased to say, and Marissa, you should be proud of me. Your dragonfly teddy bear is now getting close to leaving for Kiwame. He was in like the low 70s. Um, Yay! Maybe high 60s. I can't remember. But now he, I think he crossed the 90 mark. So, congrats. is probably going to be the next to go. So, I don't blame don't you. Don't worry, Sarah. Jiro's so pretty. Just always attacked by the prettiness. That's fun. Nothing's to see here. They've been doing great <laughs> with the Kiwis. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm very happy because most of my bigger blades are now like in the 90s or or complete. They're literally either sitting in the 90s or 99. There is no in between with the big boys unless they're Kiwi. So that's <laughs> nice. But it's just like, so that's why I've been able to restock since Onimaru hell occurred. Good luck, Jesse. Yay. Thanks. That's why. I have no shame in playing favorites. <laughs> it's okay, they'll get more love in the next event. So, soon after this, we had another update, and there was more UI changes. There is a function to refresh daily missions while on the missions page during the mission reset time. You can be on the mission page right at about whenever your missions would reset during the day. One of the two times. And you can, there's function to reset, like refresh it. So you're not, you don't have to go to another page and go back. Huh. I, I've never seen this happen because I'm usually doing something else around like right before it hits four, which is when it resets here for us on the East Coast. And I'm like, oh, I probably need to go do some of my daily missions. Not the most wow-inducing UI change, but, uh, okay, cool. We also implemented the Solar Term Full Grain Lily background series campaign. So that'll be running from April 21st to August 4th. So you have the majority of the summer to get this done. Of course, sending your boys out to expeditions to get the fish and flower and running maps to get them as well, and sending them out to do field work to get the fruit slash vegetable things. Make sure 
that you don't forget to do that. You need 35 of the vegetables and 25 of the fish slash flour. I hate the flour maps. They never want to give me the flower resource nodes, so... Yup. And then this current event likes to screw up my expedition sending out because it makes me lose a team that can go out for expedition. Mild salt. <laughs> um, also had an implementation of... We mentioned this before, the Internal Affairs Plus One campaign. It ran from April 21st through April 28th. That, of course, is over. I sobbed a little. Shiano finally has all max stats, so I have one more, just one Kiwame Tanto that needs max stats, and that is Midare. That is it. And I've already thrown Horikawa in, so I'm working on my walkies now. It takes forever for you to max their HP and their scouting. Please go send them out to Internal Affairs. It helps. I just always forget about internal affairs, so. (laughs) It it happens. I forget to send them out sometimes, too. Like, it'll be, like, two days, and I'm like, why haven't I seen the green scroll roll over? Oh, they're just just sitting here. They returned a couple of days ago, and I don't know when they returned. Yeah, it'll be one of those things where you're, like, trying to rush in just to, like, do a mission real quick and then rush out, and you're, like, just tapping aggressively through the screen. We have now gotten to the very very important event that is the special investigation keicho Fumamoto. so this will be running uh started on april 28th and will run until may 19th here are two new swords obtainable like the past couple events for special investigation first you get by defeating the last boss and kumamoto castle citadel and the second is you have to go back in, and all you have to do is defeat the boss in the Dark Passage on the second run. And these swords are Jizo Yukihira and Kokindenju no Tachi. They are very, very, very swords. And, of course, Jesse and Sarah have claimed them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there was much of a choice. It's more like they kind of claimed us. At least yeah. I know that's how it felt for me. We just saw the yeah. silhouette and we're like, oh great, he has long hair and he's spindly. He has to be mine. <laughs> oh. Yeah. We didn't find out that Jesse got Jizo until we started the event. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was attacked very hard. Freaking kids. This is fine. My heart's on fire with all of my children, but you know, everything's fine. No, 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 no. Fire is mostly my kids. Your kids are mostly gone, dead, and destroyed. We're left in the ashes. We're left (laughs) in the ashes. That's what it is. I'm over here just having a good time playing patty steak with my sword. <laughs> yeah. Except Horikawa's like, I don't exist, but I'll play patty cake anyways. Yeah. That's it. He's like, I think Horikawa's the only sword that has a bit of a sad history. We're gonna leave the Hori in your suit. 
completely happy and he doesn't notice and he is fine. No, he really doesn't. <laughs> he never mentions it. Yeah, no. But, you're good. So we'll get back to <laughs> our Yukihita blades in a bit. But as per <laughs> usual, this uh, special investigation event uses the dice roll system that we have seen before and streamed over. <laughs> Um, and of course, your swords can break in this event, so it's a weird mixture of the normal open map events like war training mixed with our pass events. So you only get two rolls every 12 hours. And it can roll between one and six. Poor Sarah typically gets between one and three. Yep. And never sees the light of day. The first major, like, plot section is where you have to go to each of the towers and collect a key. You have to collect all four keys, go back to the brown node, and it'll send you over into the dark passage of hell. Uh, it is a labyrinth of nodes, which I'm pretty certain the nodes are all going to be in the same spot every single time. It's just the pathways that connect them and the special nodes, like the blue and the gold, uh, and of course the boss node, changes every single and you go in it and pitch black and all you see is a little orbital light around you and you have to go to certain nodes that you can tell based off the fact that there's the little ghosty purple node thing that po will pop up that'll you know that there's a lantern there you can collect up to two lanterns and they will wear off i don't know how many spaces they'll wear off after a couple of spaces um and your light will get bigger and bigger so you'll be able to see more of the map there's, I think, a mini node in the middle somewhere. I think it's just random. I don't know how, because I hit it, and I didn't see a red node. It looked like a white node, and it was like, mini boss thing. I was like, okay. And I think the main boss, you will see it on the map, because it is fuzzy and kind of transparent. It is not solid red. It looks a bit pinkish. So you will see it. I think it's on the far right, all the way across. Uh, so far, I've only passed it twice uh, and have found both of them towards the right. I think Jessie has also found hers towards the right side of the map as well. And Sarah, yeah. I'm guessing. Yeah. Okay. You just keep going right. <laughs> mm -hmm. And you will find them in that far section. You'll find the boss node somewhere. Uh, this is definitely better than chase the boss node around and scream but it's not the best it's thankfully in i would say middle ground of pain i thought it would be worse because it was like oh great can the boss node be like anywhere on here that would have made it worse that that would have made it worse i will say so um i might be on my fourth run Hi, yes, this is me about to murder Jesse. Um, mm -hmm. I don't mind people that listen because you're not going to hear from her again, ever. I was severely attacked, right? So I, due to plot reasons, I needed to save my son and I needed to bring him home. And I recently got paid from leaving my company and I got a really nice bonus. And I was like, you know what? We're just gonna, we're just gonna. And I like bought like five or six of the seven. You have no control with these events. Oh my god. I don't. This one, the Tosa one. <laughs> it started with Chogi. It started with Chogi. 
These freaking HQ kids, man. I just need to bring them home and pre- keep them safe. Yeah, so I brought home Jizo within the first two and a half days. Yeah, you did. Yeah. And I and, think yeah. I maybe gotten to, like, the beginning of the Dark Passage of Hell. Maybe. Yeah, I got him earlier in the day than when I sent you the picture. Oh, then no, I was not in the Dark <laughs> Passage of Hell. I had probably just gotten my key. I maybe key three. I don't know. So yeah, I'm Let's... currently on my fourth run through. <laughs> and from as you go through it the third time, it resets it just like your first two runs. But on your fourth run, the nodes are still colored like you just ran through it. Even so the I dark really passage? Confused. I haven't gotten there yet. So I was like, oh, does that mean I can just go on through the map? But it's okay, Sarah, because now I've been hit with the, the low roll curse. So we're just slowly meandering our way through. And you can't go through. You have to go and get the keys still. So I had to backtrack. I, I'm still... I just finished my second map this morning. It doesn't make me feel any better, love. I was trying. Yeah. But it is good that you got him in about like a week. Compared yeah. to, like, previous, where you were struggling to get the second sword by week two. Yeah. So. That's, thank goodness, because if it was another, follow the signs, one, two, three, move away, and then you're going the wrong direction. Like, you're sort of between, so that counts, too. Yeah, wow. the last two events definitely wasted move rolls. Chogi's event is the easiest. You just move through the map. Quick and painless. This one is kind of, it's that with a little bit of backtracking at times. I don't think I backtracked ever in the Dark Passage. I just kind of kept moving to the right and said, well, that's going to be a dead end. Let's go the other way. <laughs> just moved around. Yeah, I'm on, I'm on, I just got to Dark Passage for the third time. I, I get cursed with a Sarah roll, and then I get a roll. So I got, like, a one and a six. <laughs> it's like, oh, shoot. So it's a one. It's like, oh, look, it's a six. The other day, it was two and three. I was like, well, but I got the swords. It's all that matters. I will say, because the second run, you only have to go through the dark passageway, and then then it ends, and you bring home the yeah. big snake kid. But then, the third time, you actually go through the Citadel again. Okay, that's what I was going to ask, if you go through the Citadel bit again. Yeah. Okay. Which, the Citadel is probably, like, it's fine. Yeah, it's really, it's really not bad at all. Citadel and the the key area aren't terrible. You just... No. There's mild backtracking, because... And you do get experience for going back over those nodes again because you do have to fight those battles again. But it's not like you're going through and setting traps and then running over nodes that you already fought. I mentioned before we got two new swords. We've already been freaking out about them. They are very snake-like. So we have small snake and big snake. And Jesse will talk more about their history 
and their myths and stuff when we get to our behind the blade section but they are really cool design swords i love them hey sarah uh do you want to talk about their internal affairs outfit (laughs) (laughs) these boys (laughs) these boys look like they're in a boy band or they look like from from idolish seven i'm sorry the big puffy jacket and just I showed oh. them to Kami, and she goes, she just instant words in her mouth were K-pop. Your mm. thoughts, Sarah? Is there anything besides just a dream? Why, why, why? Like, I literally think what my message, should, what was it I said this morning, Jesse? WTF is this? Why TF is this? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like I was not prepared, because baby snack looks normal-ish. Like it's a white, blue, fluffy jacket. I'm like, okay, that works for his color scheme. It's not too too baggy. Okay, he is at least warm. And then in slid in big flower snack. I may have dropped my phone on my face. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just like you expect because he's an old boy and like you see what his actual like battle robe is with the open kimono thrown over and so kind of expecting something very loose flowy you know I wasn't expecting this giant incoming Michelin man puff monster jacket hoodie thing in pink and blue and yellow I think or why I don't just floof with headphones those big clunky headphones around his neck oh no <laughs> I was a big poofy jacket and headphones and all of a sudden all my brain could think of was Alba from Dramatical Murder which <laughs> is from a subsidy com- <laughs> subsidiary company of Token Ramirez Uh, yes (laughs) those are my thoughts there's a lot of screaming at least the way I'm seeing it he's warm may he rock his very fluffy jacket at least he could probably hide his snack brother in it too so there's that funny thought (laughs) <laughs> There's much spazzing. There's much screaming. We'll see if I'm still as dead when I actually get the full-bodied version. I feel like it's probably going to get worse. Just because then Jesse sent me a fan art of Yagen wearing it. And there's these really big clunky shoes too. And I'm really hoping that's not included. Probably is. But see. I feel like I can't have one kid that's not fashion challenged. So that's fine. Just one more note about their outfits, though, because I thought it was really interesting. On Jizo's, he has that weird, like, barcode-looking thing on his sleeve. And I stared at it for a really long time, just like, what the heck are you? And it's his name. Oh. And Kanji. Like, in, did y'all ever do, like, the, let me color in a rectangle, but everything else around it is white, and you make a letter? Like this kind of reverse kind contrast playing around thing with block letters. Maybe yes. not. Maybe that was okay. They did the same thing. 
with their outfits. So, like, Cocaine's got his on his jacket, too. It's on his sleeve. I haven't paid that close attention. Well, it, it, it smushed... Your phone smushed you in your face, so... Yeah. <laughs> You're mostly in shock. But, yeah. I thought it was really neat, and kanji's just really cool. It, I would not have realized it if I didn't actually know those kanji before. So... Just thought it was worth mentioning. So we'll finish up a little bit more of the game related stuff. So we mentioned before that you could collect seals at the beginning of the month. So right now the seal exchange shop is open until May 12th. Make sure that you use your seals before that date. If not, they're gone. You could select from the 76 swords I mentioned before, the ones that were not available, pretty much everyone hawks on to the current sword. You cannot select. One of the sad things that I found out was I was like, okay, I'm gonna... I was I was tempted to just use all my seals to buy Koban like last time. I didn't know you could exchange it for Koban. And I noticed there was no exchange for Koban this time. I don't know why. And so I bought one sword, which is 12 seals. And you get, like, 21 seals, I think, is what you got. So I had, like, seven, like seven, seven or nine seals that are just sitting there. Because I don't need them. I don't even think you can buy resources with it. The only other things you can buy are some of those extra backgrounds. Have them. Go ahead and buy them. They're only, like seals each and instruments which i have copious amounts of and kiwame set stuff and that is it i do not know why they will not let you exchange for any type of resource or any of the koban it is absurd <laughs> and he's stupid i'm sorry that's a little sad that they took the koban out this time what have you guys used your seals for because i got I told you who I got, I think, yeah. Jesse, and I can't remember. Yep. I got Odenta. Um, <laughs> I was going through trying to figure out who I still needed to get into Rambu level 2. Like, okay. Juzu's fine. Mika's maxed. Odenta. Odenta needs one. I went with him, and then I needed to... I actually ended up with, like, this weird gap between Kiwame set. So I needed to get not letter packs this time, but the travel garb. So I had to I had to fix that. Cause I still have lots of Kiwis that need to go out. I wish I could give you my seals, but when you said Odenta, I was like, I know I was baiting of getting Odenta. But then what I was, was like, it you said you got? I think you said I, in the Discord. I got, I got Chiyopio. So I got Chiyogane Maru because I was, the only ones that I know of that are level one would be Monoyoshi. Do not laugh. I have still not gotten a Monoyoshi. He does not like to come home. Because <laughs> uh, I think he knows he's the one Sadamune I am the biggest fan of. I don't hate him. He's just not my favorite. Um... Poor Mono. I love his other two brothers. But But not Mono. Oh, that's so sad. 
I mean, we have to think, like, you can like a group of brothers and not like a certain one of them. It's not unreasonable. But I got GOPO because he was still at one and he's an event-only sword so far. Um, And I knew that I'll eventually get Monoyoshi at some point because I'm going to start smithing for walkies once I'm done maxing out Sada. And... There is a chance of getting a Denta as a drop on 7-3, and I haven't run 7-3 very much. But I was like, okay, I'm going to go with Chiopio, because he's event only, and I can get him. Next time, I'll probably get an Odenta, if I haven't gotten an Odenta by this point. Cammy would be happy. <laughs> what did you get, Sarah? Ironically, I actually got Chiopio as well. Oh! <laughs> For that same reasoning of, like, he is event only. And I do like Chio a lot. So I'm like, he occasionally will cycle through as a captain. So he does, I do use his lines. And I like hearing the different ones, even though I have no clue what's going on half the time. So I was like, you know what? I'll just go ahead and get him. And yeah, so I got him. As well as, I'm not. I'm kind of stocking up for whenever Tachiwami occurs. So I went ahead and grabbed a letter set and a travel garb just to make sure. Because goodness knows, there's plenty of the food stuff. There's like thirty of those, but only like ten of the letter set and travel garb. So it's like I'll just go ahead and grab these while I'm here. There's nothing else really I need. And then I grabbed a Taiko because we know me an instrument. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that that was my silk exchange corner you know as of today which is may 5th as of this recording we just got the implementations of the new batch of casual outfits which is the 11th batch and those include okurikara heshikiri hasebe and fudo yukimitsu uh, I saw everyone freaking out over Kata all over social media. <laughs> and I'm over here going, I'm going to get Fudo and he's going to look adorable. And he does. Very happy. <laughs> yes. I'm just so happy. These final, like, Kata finally got his to match his Date boys. And it's so pretty and there's so much beautiful fan art and my heart is very happy and then Fudo and Hasebe Hasebe is Hasebe but Fudo is adorable <laughs> Hasebe is a walking grape I'm sorry I'm not a fan but I love Fudo and the fact that he smiles good Tonto deserves to smile he is great. I immediately bought it when I saw the notification morning when I logged into the game. I was like, all right. Uh, that is mine. <laughs> <laughs> I have Koban saved up. We're fine. I have concerns for this month. You I have concerns. So, before we get to the next events, anything else happen this month 
either of you send any other Kiwame out? I was very happy because of I love war training. I've always loved war training, I think. Watch someone pull out a, par- a clip from them, like a past recording where I'm saying I hate war training. <laughs> but I like war training at least right now, even though no fun fan art of boys getting stuck in bamboo. I enjoyed the EXP. My boys enjoyed their EXP because I only have a handful of Tontos left. So I was able to mume two of them and sit out Maida and Akita. And they are adorable and they are home, happy. And very colorful, and I'm not ready to try and awaken them, because it always makes me sad when I awaken Tontos, especially post-Kiwi. But yes, I have those two babies home. I will say, their injured sprites aren't as pathetic and sad as Goko ties. Just, just FYI. Good. <laughs> Is anyone as pathetic and sad as Goko Tai? No. Uh, go, uh, go, Goto is also kind of sad, pathetic. He's yeah. also on the ground and holding like his arm. Something. Yeah, because yeah, Hirano, like Hirano, just kind of he's kind of slouched over. His little top half is open, his shirt's open. He's just kind of holding his arm, and his dagger still in his hand. But I'm like, okay, he mostly still looks like I'm ready for battle. I'm just really hurt. But yeah, no, you'll be fine with those two. I don't think they went too crazy with the let's have massive amounts of tears and pity for these boys because they are injured. I sent out three. Ooh! Mm-hmm. I was very, very pleased because thank you, EXP. I somehow managed to max out Tomoe first. So Tomoe got sent out and before the event was even halfway over, he came home and Shizuka got out so I now have all three Naginata's Kiwame. I feel a little bad because I meant to send out a Tonto first. Rip. But it's okay because as soon as Shizuko came home, Akito went out for me too. And he's now back and killing me with this whole, can I take the horses for a long ride? I can't do that, can I? <laughs> no, baby. No. Just, just take care of him for now. You can go riding later, okay? Just not on your own. But... I'm very happy for him, and I'm very glad he's home. So now I'm working on getting the last of the Shinsengumi blades, Kane-san, out. That'll take some time, though. Thanks. I think. Sorry. <laughs> he's trying. <laughs> he was he's on my first now... 99s. That doesn't surprise me. So Kane-san is currently leading my current Kiwame training team, and they're out at the castle at Kumamoto. So, they're doing great. I hope to get at least one more out this month. Hopefully. Events and life providing. So, that wraps up the month in the game. So, we're gonna kind of short, quickly transition into some of the upcoming updates for the game. We will have a login gift of for the summer beginning Wisteria background, which was last year's summer background. And for those of you who didn't get it last year or brand new to the game, they will give you the background. And for those who already had the background, will receive another gift. The previous time, they were just giving out, like, I think, 
10 Compito, which was kind of pathetic. And the most recent time they gave out something for background related, it was like, it's like 3,000 Koban. I can't remember, but they gave us Koban instead. So I'm really hoping they decide to actually give us Koban instead of being like, Campeto. And now I have that bit <laughs> stuck in my head from Mutawake. <laughs> That'll be probably in the next update after the event ends. We are also getting another internal affairs plus one campaign. They are really giving these campaign out a lot. I'm concerned. That or they just know that we're all home and doing things they want to keep us kind of busy by giving us a ton of campaigns so i don't know both i am certain this is dmm and nitro i'm someone pulled out a line from the anniversary stuff whenever a certain (laughs) something showed up and was like by the way the line is something along uh about how we've now hit the fifth year new policies will be set in place I was just like, oh, okay, this is fine. Oh, that might explain the little black fox. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, more internal affairs campaigns. And as Jesse mentioned, we are getting another underground treasure chest event either right after the special investigation or it might be another week in between. We don't really know. So, of course, Hakusan Yoshimitsu will be a boss no-drop again. I don't see Underground Treasure Chest changing much from last time when he was implemented into the event. So, that wraps up everything for the game uh, for April and for the upcoming month ahead of us. So, we'll move into merchandise real quick. Sarah, if you want to help me out with this. Alrighty, so merchandise. They're having fun, as per usual. No surprise, there's no chill, but eh, they're doing pretty good. So first up on the list, we have more of the sparkling liquors. This time for Hotarumaru, Aizen, Kunitoshi, and Buzingo. They're pretty much the same as the other ones. I don't have much else to say on this one. Neither do I. It's just that same liquor with a different character pasted on it. And a cute box that it goes in. That's it. Now this one, I'm interested in. So Hanafuda transparent puzzles have come out for Daihanya Nagamis, Kotigiriko, Hakuta Toshiro, and Yamabagiri Shogi. I have one for Soza, and I love it. So yeah, I can 100% attest to these. They're very cute and very adorable. They're so pretty. I need three of those four. (laughs) I need to get one of them. They're they're really cool. They definitely have a lot more out for other characters. You can totally find them. And I think they actually have a Hanafuda set of the original ones as well. Just incredible. The, The art for these are beautiful. So I don't think you can play Hanafuda with them. (laughs) <laughs> they're just styled like Hanafuda cards because I think you can get like an actual special box frame for them instead not sure what else really but they're gorgeous and 
I die every time I see them just because they are like their battle poses. The next one we have, I don't know if this is the Kuji they were talking about, but there's always Kujis everywhere. We have a spring festival Kuji that started April 16th and is running until May 14th. That's featuring Hachisuke Kotetsu, Kasen Kanesada, Sohayano Suryugi, Odenta Mitsuyo, Kizamaru, Higekiri, Kogitsune Maru, and Mikazuki Minochika. You can find these at Seven Daily, which is a convenience store chain. That's a fun little group of it, too. <laughs> like, it, it is. It's an interesting mix. Like, I guess they're like pulled them out of half. Like, okay, Hachi and Kasen, they're starter swords, and then the Mike twins, the Genji brothers, and then Kogi Mika. So it, in a way it makes yeah. sense, but it's just like all of them together don't. But, alright. <laughs> <laughs> There's also another sake. This one isn't like a sparkling one. This is like sake. And of course, it's Jesse's favorite Hasebe. Heshkiri <laughs> Hasebe. But it looks so cool because the bottle is his dark purple. More and grape. It, yeah. And um, it comes like, I think it comes like a box or something with his crest on it. Yeah. And it's really cool. I like the little gold tassel thing. Yes. Of all the Nindroids to be released now, Odentia Mitsuo is the current Nindroid release. He finally gets one. The birds are very happy as well about it. Maida has sent his love. And I guess you can quarantine yourself in his little uh, storage <laughs> thing that comes with him. I just... <laughs> But it's so ironic because they set these release dates like almost a year in advance and it just happened to be the reclusive one that's shut in and <laughs> comes out at about the time when we're all stuck in our houses. Oh, yeah. man. But I love his Nindroid because some characters sometimes don't, like pouty characters, don't look really cute in, good in the chibi style. Like if you look at Hanzo from Overwatch, it just doesn't really work there's just something off about it but he looks so cute and pouty and it's great i'm so excited to see if the stage actor gets it oh guy would definitely get it he was so excited when the announcement came out i just he needs it he really does and i am excited if he manages to get it (laughs) oh that is it for merchandise very short I have a feeling a lot of merchandise release things got cancelled because of everything going on. They don't want to try and re- not get profit off of it, so they might be holding off. This is a bit of a mixture between merchandise behind the blade. I know that there might have been some updates for Wampaku store. I was seeing some things where like you could order online because the stores were not opening. I don't know. Or that could have been something completely different. Basically, for those who are, say, in America, wondering how Japan is handling everything, Japan is not handling everything. They're about the same place we are here in North Carolina with a stay-at-home order. And so stores are closing, have been closed for some time now. So a lot of those specialty stores are like, hey, we're going to have them open online. So 
they can still sell their things and people can still get the things. So that's why they've been posting about the online stores. Because okay. I saw something about like the Parco and Shulia or something. And yeah. I wasn't certain if that was Wampaku. No, that's the that's the token general store. Oh, okay. I was like, it's the one pop up store store was a different. That was a pop up store at Tokyo Station, and then supposed to be in Osaka too, I think. But they had to switch that to online. Okay, so timing sounds like both Wanpaku and the Token Rambu General Store have had to to online sales. So you can still get your merch. So no worries, especially for those who might be trying to get them through proxies and stuff they'll probably be sending it um but speaking of proxies we'll kind of move shifting a little bit into behind the blade japan has actually stopped using ems shipping or a version of ems shipping to the u.s due to the decrease in commercial airline flights but there are still other options available so for those of you who don't know surprise a lot of that under storage isn't for your luggage they will stick shipping goods and a lot of mail underneath to save money on flights uh, internationally or even domestically because there have not been as many commercial flights anywhere especially internationally and especially to asian countries due to the fact that china was the biggest hub of all of this airline flights have decreased so it's not useful for them to use this style of shipping but there are still things like dhl and other versions or the freighters the shipping uh, which will take a while but you'll still get your merch so a lot of proxies have been either having to say hey you're gonna have to wait almost a month to get your stuff or you're gonna have to pay way more for shipping so keep an eye out on that if you're somebody who wants to get a lot of this harder to get merch or even ordering online through like Ami Ami or through Animate. I've noticed my shipping went up a bit recently on this last shipment because I didn't have certain options to my just All right. And that's kind of it for merch. I'm going to throw it to Jessie and let her cover some interesting stuff about our new sword boys. She's got some interesting notes. This is so cool. Like I did a little bit of research. But Jesse definitely went hard in on this one this time. So Jizo, Yukihira, and Kokin Denju no Tachi. I always mix up Denju and Juden. <laughs> Thanks, Kanji. Are from the same swords. It's really cool. It's the Yukihira Swordsmith School down in Kyushu. Woohoo! Um, yay, Kyushu! Marissa, remind me again, what was it that you found? You found something about them, too. All I remember is there's a story behind Yukihira. He was getting kind of up in age, and uh, yes, a, yes, yes. A, yeah, a young man came to him and wanted to, like, apprentice under him, and so he taught him how to make swords in his style. In the middle bit kind of escapes me, but he, like, left for a long time, and then came back and told Yukihira something along the lines of like, go, go, go do something. And the apprentice made like a hundred some 26 swords in like a really short amount of time. 
and like hid it somewhere and said like whenever you need a sword I've got one made in your style so you don't have to like waste time because you're such an older gentleman and it turned out he was like a snake or something he was like a snake demon that's that's the summary if you want to fill in the gaps go ahead to fill in some of the gaps Yukihira is known as a deep smith while he was working one night he was approached by a young man like marissa he wanted to exact revenge so he asked yukihira for assistance in making a sword. And Yukihira said, well, you can take this one. Gave him a sword and he disappeared. A few days later, the same young man came back and he said, this sword was amazing and did exactly what I needed it to. I want to make more, can I help you? And so he became an apprentice to Yukihira and they ended up making tons of swords together at like lightning speed. And then he ended up doing it on behalf of Yukihira, signing it with his name, with Yukihira's name. So there's a lot of swords going around with this, but it wasn't done by him, theoretically. This young man turned out to be a demon. And so he made a lot of demonic blades, according to those in his little village area. So Yukihira's got that going for him, but also at this time, in Japan, because this is the late 12th century, further north in Japan, there was another smith who ended up making swords, a ton of swords in one night. And I'm fairly certain this is where it's connected because it's the same time period and a lot of swords happening at one time. A young man came to town, heard about a lord who was trying to marry off his daughter, but he needed to issue a challenge. So it wasn't just a and you'll do, sir. You may have her. So he issued the challenge to this young man to make 1,000 swords before the first rooster crows the next morning. And so he sets to work, and he's like, okay, but no one can watch me while I work. If you know anything about Japanese fairy tales or folk tales, it's a very common theme and generally a big sign that something's not right. So he gets to work and everyone, by and large, is like, okay, don't go near him, let him work. But this one, I think he was also a smith in the village. He, he's like, I don't trust it. I don't believe him. I want to go see too. I want to see what he's doing because they heard clanging all through the night and he was working very hard. And he looked in and he saw a snake-like figure taking snakes and making swords out of them. He made it to 999 swords before the first rooster crowed and thus failed the challenge and ended up leaving the town. But because so many of his swords were actually snakes, that rumor began spreading that swords from this time period are considered to be snakes. So if you look at our dear, lovely Kokin Denju no Tachi and Jizo Yukihira, they have scale designs all over them and they're very beautiful and i thought that was really interesting but that was kind of intrigued me how far apart those stories were in location but it's japan swordsmiths were often traveling back to and from the capital 
it could have also been like hey since this guy made yeah. almost a hundred a thousand swords in one night using snakes why wouldn't it be out of the question that this demon right did the same thing with all the swords demonic swords that he made for yukihita right now as far as jizo is concerned in the game we see he's got two swords attached to him I find very interesting, and I'm very sad to see that they didn't use both swords in his awakened form. I thought that would have been really cool, but alas. He does have two swords on him, and when you get him, he mentions how there were lots of swords named Jizo Yukihira. So that seems to be the main connection there, where because there were so many of that specific one, that he would have the two swords. Jizo's a good boy who just wants to save everyone and everything and everyone. So he was owned by the head of the Hosokoa family and given to Akechi Mitsuhide. The blade was. Now, Mitsuhide connected with Oda Nobunaga that same whole time period. Mitsuhide ended up giving the blade to his daughter, who was then married off to the Hosokawa family. And in this event where we get Jizo and Kokin Denju no Tachi, Jizo is trying to save Garasha, the girl's life, despite her having supposed to have died already. He's having a whole big Fudo moment, but he actually did it. And my heart hurts, and I need to protect him. Kokin Denju no Tachi, however, same swordsmith, same former master, the father, the older Hosokawa member, Yuzai, I think, the father of Kasem's former master. And Yuzai was in the process of compiling a set of poems, writing poems. It was the flower collection, I want to say. It had something to do with flowers. But he was also, this was also happening around the same time as the Odawara siege. So his castle was also being a siege. And the emperor at the time sent three people to talk to him because they didn't want him to die. Because they were a huge fan of his work. He was a really good friend of them too. And they didn't see this ending without blood if he didn't surrender. So they went to go talk to him, and in the end, he did surrender his castle. And in the process, he gave them the collection of poems and the sword. And in this handover is where Kokin Denju no Tachi got his name, because Kokin means old and present. Denju like transmission kind of thing so they sent they were connecting the old and the new and thus we have our flowery snake who talks only in poems and kills me all the time but you know he's really pretty and i love him and he just wants to protect his baby brother i love how kasen responds to Koki Denju in 
Yeah, but only sometimes because, and it, it kills me the first time he did it. Because at first he's like, yeah, so poems are pretty great. He's like, what, you don't make poems anymore? He's like, no, I do. But we're on a battlefield, you know that, right? And? I'm going to read a poem. But when Kasen finally does one, he's like, I haven't lost the touch. It's still there. I've just learned there's a balance to be had. And that's something that Kokin really needs to learn. He's in denial. Yeah. Yeah, he's more in denial than I've seen Sarah be in. It's great fun. Oi! I'm just sitting innocently (laughs) here, and I'm getting brought back in. (laughs) Had to make sure you were still paying attention. But they're fascinating blades, and I'm very pleased to say that Kokin no Denshu, can Kokin Denshu no Tachi was, after being passed around and whatnot, was bought back by the Hosokawa family and is now still one of their treasures. Jizo, on the other hand, was lost in the Great Meiriki Fire. As many swords were. Like, I found that fact. I uh, said that fact out loud. And my sister turns and looks at me and goes, Well, that seals it. He's yours. <laughs> Bami <laughs> burned in that fire. Shoku burned in that fire. Soza burned in that fire. Am I guessing anyone else? Lots of lots of Toshiro's were actually lost in that fire. Mm. It was just but, it was yeah. one of those mini fires that just blaze through Tokyo. They need protected and, you know, pants. But mainly at least when winter comes around, please. That's the big concern. <laughs> yeah, Jizo they... at least has on leggings. Or maybe yeah. they're just tights, but they're they're definitely not skin toned. Meanwhile, Kokin <laughs> out here. All the leggy. Suffering from Goku Tyleg syndrome, where one leg is bending in a way I didn't know legs. <laughs> they bend backwards. That's how they work. <laughs> so that ends everything behind the blade. So we're gonna into live action news. Live action news, so exciting! We got a little bit, not a whole lot, but. Some fun things are happening out here. One thing that we lost that was supposed to be mentioned last month's episode. Of all of our reruns, we're finally getting a Bakuten rerun. Yay! Kings and Gumi fans unite. Rejoice. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. I don't know how long... Myself and Lexi have been clamoring for a rerun of this. I think probably since like the Miyotose rerun, we're like, excuse me, Atsuka Shiyama got one. You skipped over Bakuten, Bakuten and went straight to Miyotose. Which I understand why they did Miyotose because they needed to revamp it for Kisho. But. <laughs> but it's okay because we're finally getting it. So that will be coming fall 2020. So Horikawa Kunihiro is still Sakamoto Shogun. 
we did have to get a new Okita. Okita Soji will now be played by Fuma Sadamoto, and I'm very excited for that. Fuma is a great actor. He was actually Honebani in the Token Rambu movie. And that, I'm excited to see him play Okita. I'm ready to die all over again. But really, one of the most exciting things for everybody. We get Takahashi Kensuke back as Hachiska, and he gets to have all new fun, and please give him a vamped up better wig. Update that profile picture, man. He <laughs> deserves it. He needs it. I will... Yeah, we are we are all with Lexi and Marissa for the Hachi love. Like, come mm-hmm. on, guys. Well, <laughs> if you look at his outfit in Rambu Kyoran, the Utawase little end of year thing that we had, his wig definitely was updated. You could tell. Yeah. Pretty much since Suamonodomo, they have had a better production value on their wigs and their costuming. So you can definitely tell. I think the biggest one on that was Kogi. I was like, thank you. Kogi's wig is actually fluffy. Miko's wig isn't as blue. <laughs> Especially since they got like Hizamaru's little flip thing perfectly. And it wasn't like awkwardly in his face. I was like, <laughs> your wig production stylist has just been given more. Congrats. So he's definitely going to get better hair. Yes. Honestly, let's be honest, it couldn't have gotten much worse unless That's they had bought, like, the $5 Halloween wig at that point. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That mm. was so bad. I personally am probably most excited to see my boys together again because for the first time in an actual home non-TV radio stage thing Kyo and Yasu will be together once more it has been a very long time it's been a very long time Bakumatsu aside we also had some date changes for the new production of Toste coming this summer if you are looking at going to that check the website all of the information is on there. I think some things just got pushed a little bit further back, but everything is still set. Keep your eyes on that. We'll hopefully have more news and more death to come over Toasty things in the meantime. At the end of last month, DMM decided to have a great big 10-day-long streaming fest, basically, for musical token rambu and they streamed one musical or special a night for free on their website so you could log on watch it you could watch it on your phone or on the computer they showed everything from atsukashiyama all the way through kisho including the itsukushima jinja special the shinken rambu size the reruns it was all there and watching everyone rewatch it was really cool too i know sarah had a lot of fun watching the boys and the artists thrive over that any comments on that 
Well, first off, and this one I think most people on Twitter can agree, Shunya is too precious for this world. That is so he, true. He was downright spazzing, especially the past few days, just in celebration of everyone. So precious being is precious, and I think he really misses his boys. But in general, like, all of them, humans, Token, our little, our sword boys, they don't care. They're just, like, all these group photos, all these individual photos. They're bringing back things from years ago, posting little, like, blurbs and memories of, like, five years ago we did this. Looking, like, Yoshitsune and Binke's actors are actually really close. And still. And they're all, they're, like... I met this man five years ago or something, or performed with him five years ago, and we're still good friends to this day, and they'll do, like, birthday things together, even though they're, like, it's just so precious. Twitter has been a fun place. It really has. Just seeing them all, and, like, especially whenever the things first aired, and since I know, like, all of us, we don't watch them usually when they first air. So, like, some of the photos didn't really make sense when we'd see them the first time, but now having seen it all, a lot of them make a lot more sense and are a lot more comedic in that own way. Just seeing, like, the chaos that was going on backstage at the same time. I have much love for these pure beings that are these actors. They're such good boys. All of them. Special, but good. And Shunya, by the way, for those who don't know, is the actor for Ima Surigi. So he is as adorable in real life as he is on stage. I know Iwatoshi's actor did a drawing of Iwatoshi in the past couple of days. Highly likely that he was inspired by the rewatching, by the streaming. So they did that. That ended just a couple of days ago as of this recording. So unfortunately, if you want to go and watch them now, you'll have to rent them on the website. But currently, for an unknown amount of time, because I might I couldn't pull up that web page thanks devices. Select productions are available for fifty percent off on DMM productions like Soga, which was not pr- not shown. Probably Kashu's performances too will be under that fifty percent off. I believe um, they were, yeah. Is it only Tomu or is it also Toaster? Hey, that's a good question. I, I know for sure Tomu. I don't believe I've seen anything about Toaster, honestly, recently. I'm fairly certain the 50% off is just for Tomu. Toaster, okay. for the past, like, th- or back from January to early April. I think they had a thing on their website where if you bought one or more of the stage DVDs, you got special bromide sets, I think. So I think they're, they already did their special run for that for the moment. That may change, though. Especially because Eden just came out last month. Keisha was just announced to be releasing, I want to say, mid-May, mid to late May, for DVD release. Which means it'll probably go off DMM soon, people, because they do have a policy of a month before they'll usually pull it. So keep an eye out. 
if you're planning on watching there. Yep, yep. Also, speaking of DVD releases, stuff like that, you can pre-order the Token Rambu Utawase Rambu Rambu Kyoran 2019. That is up for pre-order and will be released in July. Ahead and Ooh. if you want that, you can go ahead and pre-order that. It's great. It's adorable. Kompeto. Kompeto has arrived in Kompeto. Your mission is Kompeto the Kompeto from the Kompeto. Please watch it. It's beautiful. <laughs> you get a little bit of secondhand embarrassment if any of your kids are involved in a certain scene about Kompeto. <laughs> yeah, and two of my kids are in that scene. <laughs> Yeah. Also, if you love Horikawa and you like Kane-san, there's an adorable moment where Horikawa is playing a guitar and I died. I had to like ask Jesse and Sarah, I was like, is that actually Sakamoto playing? And it is. And I was thriving. Also, Akashi and the, the plum blossom. Yes. <laughs> the plum tree. Yes. <laughs> God. Oh there's, man. There's so many great moments. This is definitely probably one of the best that they've done because it mixes bits of little fun plots intermixed with live songs with some brand new songs as well. And it's just really funny moments that would have happened around the Citadel. It's like Hanamaru, but with music. So many relatable moments. But that is actually it for the live action. We did have one last thing that we did want to talk about, though. For those of you who might have been keeping up to date on social media, more of a social media thing with Token Rambu, we had a tweet mm. from a unknown little con-con that was black, and his name is Kuronosuke, and he said he was going to come and check out our citadels and to watch out and we've been every night since is it friday or thursday it has been three nights three nights of pictures plus the night before where the announcement came out Mm -hmm. so we've had many days however many days at that point but we've had pictures drawn by artists and the first one was Tombo Kitty, and I was very happy with Tombo Kitty and his light outfit with his, uh, oh gosh, is it Daifuku? I think it's Daifuku. I don't yeah, think it's the strawberry one, but. Yeah, I think it was Daifuku yeah. because he mentioned it in, in Katsugeki that it was one of his favorite human foods since becoming human, and. So I think he was eating it. We also got Sengo, and we got Yamabushi as well. We have a couple of pictures, and they release well into the night Eastern Standard Time. It's about 11 o'clock. And they did say somewhere on one of their posts to use a hashtag. And I've seen a lot of artists posting really cute art of just daily life in their citadel. Somebody posted their entire sword collection. Saw that but too. it was all Munoyoshi. 
like pages and pages and pages of Monoyoshi. One was Kiwame Rambu level maxed. Oh, Some wow. of them were pretty high level. And then there was just a whole slew of level one Monoyoshi. <laughs> just like, okay, I guess. Someone's dedicated to Monoyoshi. <laughs> yep. I don't trust it. I I don't know if this is just a like, hey, let's since we're all quarantined, we gotta do something. Let's kinda keep you guys entertained. Let's have a cute little thing. And or as Sarah likes to speculate there's something else going on. I have no idea what this could be. Uh, it is an enigma wrapped with an enigma of confusion. So, before Sarah gets to jump in and explain why this is a big whole terrifying thing, I would just like to add a little bit of my understanding from the Twitter. Because there is much confusion regarding why, one, of course, but two, what even is this? He mentions in the tweet, like it's a big introductory tweet that we had first. He was going to be coming around doing Citadel inspections. He mentions something about either the six, like May 6th, or six days, but it didn't seem like it would be a six day long thing. I'm highly intrigued today. It is currently the sixth in Japan, but the fifth here. So we'll be getting news what he is actually doing with his last. I'm very terrified to see what's going to happen because there's just a lot of confusion. Yeah, he says to use the tag, which is if you can type in kanji, but you can't read it like I had issues. Hon maru shisatsu, or hon maru inspection, which is really special and odd. You can use that tag and share what your citadel's been up to. But there's something else coming with it. I am certain. I just don't know what it is. It's like the light outfits. Like, are we going to get more of this? Why is this happening? And I need answers. That is all on my end. Does Sarah want to hypothesize with Tales of Doom? I like how I'm, like, both of y'all are like, Sarah's gonna be the dark rain cloud. Maybe I'm sharing sunshine and rainbows for once. Uh, I mean, you could be. (laughs) You could be, but I highly doubt it. I'm getting laughed at by a bird at the same time. Please note. (laughs) Oh, gosh. I don't trust it. I feel very valid in the fact that a solid portion of the people I follow on Twitter don't trust it either. Um, <laughs> it might have just been that's how I found these people is because none of us trust the government. So that night, like, all of, like, I woke up the next morning to all of this chaos happening because I work opening, so I get up at ungodly hours and I'm just seeing all of this stuff on Twitter. And the first, like, the first little bit is jokes about how, like, uh uh-oh, 
he's coming because all of these people who are married, like, joke about marrying their swords and all that. So that's just general. And then kind of like after a couple hours, the tweets kind of shifted to, but wait, what if? And add on to like all of the general mysteriousness about headquarters of the time government and how we've got like Chogi and (laughs) one hesitation for Chogi. We started with Chogi. It all started with Chogi and his sneaking in. Now we're being snuck in by a fox and it's just like they have no respect for personal boundaries. But anyway, yeah, it's it's very ominous in its own way. I just, I don't trust it at all. Mixed with the fact that like just headquarters in general, like Jesse, actually, you you have you yourself to blame for this one. You did pull out that line that Hakusan did about how they're watching us. Needless to say, I don't. I want to think it's. I, it would be nice if this is just. We've seen the black fox in the little dual icon, like your PVP icon. You've seen Kronoske there. At least I'm assuming it's Kronoske because you can't really see much of him except for like his belly. But we've seen him, and there's been a lot of cute fan art. With the black fox attached to, like, the headquarters boys. Especially, like, he's in, will usually be carrying around in some sort of fan art. But I don't trust it. And I am wondering, like, does this... Because we have been able to see progression over over these past, like, since the Chogi event. Where... It's just been getting steadily, like, darker. So we actually physically now had Jinzo, like, change the course of history. I think I don't have to say anything else on that part. Um, I think the best meme right now that I've seen, you know that smug cat surrounded by knives? Knife cat, yes. Yeah, they, someone <laughs> photoshopped in the black fox because he was like, here, have a new friendly fox. All Sonny whatever, just pointing at the smug Pronoske. Um, yeah. I don't trust it. I don't trust it. I, like, I will happily admit being wrong if all of this turns out we just now have another fox friend. I'm good. I, I have a lot of feels on a lot of emotions and I just don't trust the time government. Yeah, that's about all we know so far. So this is all speculation on our part. Definitely keep up to date on the twitter if you can thank you guys so much for listening to our podcast if you want to keep up to date on when we release podcasts or other special things you can follow us on our twitter at token rambles and you can follow us on facebook at token rambles podcast if you have any questions you want to comment you want to send us cute fan art i don't really care uh, you're welcome to email us at tokenramblespodcast at gmail.com. And we would love if you could send us a rating on iTunes. That'll definitely help boost our um, appearance to others. And we want other Token Rambu fans to find our podcast and keep everyone up to date on news as much as we can. So, of course, our podcast is going to be on iTunes Play. Podbean, YouTube, or any other podcatcher that you might listen to. All right. Thank you guys. And have a wonderful May. And please stay safe.
拜拜，拜。